Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Well, very good news in my home state of North Carolina as sports fans in Charlotte and the rest of the state will soon be allowed to watch games in person after some state changes yesterday. The Charlotte Hornets, for example, have not said how many fans they'll admit under the new order, but they could allow up to 3,000 fans in attendance at the Spectrum Center up to now. The Hornets had not had any fans for home games. So a very welcome change here in Charlotte and in North Carolina. So good morning. This is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, February 25th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody is doing well. Well, another day, another streaming service is introduced. Yesterday, Viacom CBS announced plans for Paramount Plus. And why is this important for sports business executives? Well, because Paramount Plus will lean heavily on live NFL and soccer programming to drive subscriptions. Now, the streaming service will launch March 4th, so next week. It'll cost $4.99 a month with ads or $9.99 a month without ads. During a presentation yesterday, Viacom CBS execs addressed live sports throughout the presentation. Sherry Redstone, Bob Backish focused on sports early in their presentation, saying that they will carry every NFL game that is available on CBS. It'll also be on Paramount+. Plus. Backish said that the NFL is fundamental to the growth of Paramount+, Plus, that it drives more subscriptions than any other program. Viacom CBS will move inside the NFL, its weekly show, exclusively to Paramount Plus off of Showtime. The second main point stressed by CBS and Viacom executives as part of its sports strategy, surprisingly for this company, is soccer. The company said it is doubling down on soccer. They're making soccer a core pillar of sports programming on Paramount Plus. Of course, they have deals with UEFA, the National Women's Soccer League, and CONCACAF. So soccer and NFL key points to drive Paramount Plus, Viacom said it expects to have up to 75 million subscribers by 2024. We have talked on the Buzzcast in the past. Disney Plus is north of 95 million subscribers. ESPN Plus, 12 million subscribers. NBC's Peacock streaming service, north of 33 million subscribers. So big plans for Paramount Plus and sports is a big part of it. You know, we're just on the cusp of the NCAA conference tournaments. And of course, the NCAA men's basketball, women's basketball tournaments start in a month. Well, Dennis Dodds of CBS Sports has a very interesting story out this morning reporting that the NCAA NCAA has confirmed that the NCAA tournament's entire $613 million revenue distribution will be paid to members as long as all the games of the men's basketball tournament are completed. That is very big news because, of course, last year they didn't distribute all the funds because the tournament was canceled and insurance didn't cover all of it. So last year, only about $225 million of an anticipated $600 million was distributed 
to members. And we all know that the NCAA tournament is the lifeblood of the NCAA's revenue. I believe it accounts for almost 75% of the NCAA's total revenue. So for the NCAA to tell its members that the full $600 plus million will be distributed to its membership is incredibly important because remember, there's going to be less ticket revenue. There's going to be only 25% capacity right now of, of fans in the venues at Indianapolis. All of the revenues of the NCAA all year have been depressed. So for them to say that they're able to distribute the full amount of revenue, a big shot in the arm for member institutions. Now let's move over to some Olympic news. We talked about this yesterday on the Morning Buzzcast. What was the significance of the IOC naming Brisbane, Australia as the preferred bidder for the 2032 Games? Well, it marks the first selection of a preferred bidder following the IOC's major reform of its bid process that they enacted in 2019, so just a couple of years ago. So this is the first step in that change process, meaning they engage with a market they announce a preferred bidder. They then have negotiations with that bidder. If all things go well, it'll put up that location to the entire IOC board to recommend them as the preferred host of a certain games. So now they get Brisbane, Australia as the preferred bidder for the 2032 Summer Games. Not a done deal, but now they'll begin more detailed negotiations. What do they like about Brisbane and Australia? Well, the feasibility for those summer games includes using 90% of existing or temporary venues. That's an unbelievably big element for any bid right now. Also, they cited favorable climate conditions for athletes in July and August. So again, they'll take a step forward. They have a couple more years to negotiate with them before doing a full vote. Other cities believed to be interested in the 2032 Summer Games included Doha, Qatar, and Budapest. Now, if we go down the list, Tokyo this summer, Beijing, the 2022 Winter Games, Paris in 24, Milan, Cortina in 26, Los Angeles in 28, cities for 30 and 32 still to be decided by the IOC. Let's stay with news around the Olympics because this is great news. I don't know how many of you have ever watched the Paralympic Games or even witnessed them in person. They're an amazing event. So kudos to NBC, who will devote more hours to the Tokyo Paralympic Games than it has ever done before. And for the first time, they're running some Paralympic Games in prime time. That's fantastic news. The event runs from August 24th to September 5th. A key part of this is sponsorship support. Toyota is the presenting sponsor of NBC's Paralympic coverage. They also have support from Nike, United Healthcare, and Eli Lilly. Again, very good news for the Paralympic Games now to be broadcast at times in prime time on NBC. Again, kudos to NBC for this commitment to the Paralympic Games. We talked about ratings all the time on the Buzzcast. Well, here's some good news for ratings around the Lake Tahoe Games over last weekend. Because remember, the NHL shifted some of the game start times from in the middle of the day to later in the evening. So while NBC may have had an unpredictable time schedule, Sunday night's game that was moved later in the evening and moved to NBC Sports Network set a NHL regular season record for the cable network. Flyers Bruins on Sunday night averaged just over 1 million viewers. It was the first time an NHL regular season game on NBC Sports Network topped a million viewers. It's also the most watched NHL regular season game on cable TV in 20 years. So some good news in the ratings 
front. We talked also about good news on the NHL for their national ratings and in their regional local ratings. So these are good signals for the sports business as ratings continue to rebound after they were depressed and quite soft all of last year. And finally, we'll end with this. The fifth Women's Careers and Football Forum, which is hosted by the NFL, continues today. Day one was yesterday. Wednesday's forum connected 40 women, 75% of whom are women of color, with leaders in pro football in order to help these women network and build relationships in coaching and scouting and in football operations. Since 2017, 118 opportunities have emerged for women in football. So this is a great program by the NFL. Day two is today. Look for a full write-up in today's daily edition because there are some interesting stories, including the Lions owner talking about how she wanted to get involved in football operations when she was out of college, went to Pete Rozelle, and even Pete Rozelle said he could not find a position for her at that time. So it's been great to see some progress in this space and, of course, much more to do. Day two of the Women's Careers in Football Forum hosted by the NFL is today. So that is your morning buzzcast for a Thursday, February 25th. I do hope everybody checks out our new podcast series, SBJ iFactor, just launched this week. Our conversation with Kager CEO Jessica Gelman as she talks about her personal and professional journey. Check it out. We love your feedback on SBJ iFactor. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody stays safe, stays healthy, be good to each other. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.